Freva Babes, this is Alyssa, CEO and co-founder of Frevacist Training and Development Center. We provide both paid and free training for aspiring real estate virtual assistants, equipping you with hands-on experiences that will help you understand the real tasks of a Reva even before you land a client. They say that you don't have to have previous experience in every field you are applying for. But have you ever wondered if someone will hire you when you have no experience? Listen to this episode with my previous client, Abbas, who hired a newbie like me. Hi, Abbas. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. So, thank you for jumping in on a 30-minute call. <laughs> awesome, there we go. For the podcast. Uh, I haven't that seen I... in a while. How long has it been? <laughs> I don't know, like uh, a year at least. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. And you, you changed a lot. Your post, you have videos, <laughs> your shirt. Are you still up? Uh, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just evolving. <laughs> you look different too. Yeah, with the pink hair. <laughs> yeah, you got a little crazy with that. That's right. So I know that you're busy. I will go straight to the questions. Awesome. Some of them I, I will not ask you anymore. Maybe, maybe because it will take too much of our time. So. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. I'm, I'm free right now. Okay. So, can you tell everyone what's your business right now? Because when I started with you, you are a real estate agent, right? So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right now, um, recently I've started a multifamily syndication business, a real estate investment firm. But yeah, I mean, we're still doing the real estate sales. Basically, what we do in that is uh, we hire people to make phone calls and generate leads and all that sort of stuff. And then the leads kind of go on to someone who audits the leads. And then from there on, they go to salespeople who follow up on them. So that stuff is still going. I'm just transitioning out of that and into the multifamily uh, business, which is, you know, it's different, but same stuff. So you have like an acquisition manager now, handling all the leads for you. Are you still calling? No, I don't call anymore. (laughs) Uh, I haven't called in like a year. Uh, No, so what we do is we have, here's the way the team is set up right now, basically. We have people that called call. They generate leads. After leads are generated, they go on to someone who verifies the leads. That, you know, she listens to the recordings, and uh, from there, if the leads are good, then they get moved to two salespeople that we have, and then the salespeople follow up on the leads until they're ready to go for an appointment. At that point, they set the appointment. And currently, I'm going. I hired uh, a couple of agents that are going to be going to these appointments going forward. But that's kind of uh, that's kind of how it's done. But yeah, I mean, you know, we got. A lot of people making phone calls is still the same. I have comments here. I love the white background. So Oh yeah. <laughs> nice at the board. Super aesthetic. There you yeah. go. Super clean. And then you gotta you gotta, you gotta look at this. I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but this is really nice. It's like it's like moving. There's I don't know if you see that moving. Well, you love you love clock even before. I do oh you remember that. <laughs> You love clock before, so yeah. 
So, when did you decide to hire real estate VAs for you or cold callers for you, for your business? Yeah, I mean, I started hiring in 2000, October 2019. This was prior to the pandemic. Um, you know, that that was kind of my first hire. And then what happened is I realized I could train somebody else to do the same thing as I was doing. So I thought, well, this is a good idea. Let me hire somebody else. So then I hired uh, another person. And then from there on, hired a third person. And then when I had my third person, COVID hit. And at that moment, that's basically when I had my fourth person who said, look, I'm just going to hire a hiring manager and then just have that person go all in uh and i think you were one of my hiring managers at some point from what i remember right yeah 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 so you did that you just kept hiring people for us right and then uh you know that's how that's how things kind of grew and then at the end of last year we were up to like 25 people called call 25 25 yeah. whoa yeah. we've gone down since because i'm transitioning out of the business but yeah But I want you to I want you to tell them the story about you being so I remember you told us last time that you are hesitant to give, you know, or delegate tasks to other people. Right. <laughs> yeah, well when I first started I was kind of doing everything myself, right? And so when I first started hiring people, I didn't like I didn't think I wasn't trusting well enough to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to give this person, like, I didn't think that we're going to harm me, but I didn't think that people could do a good job, right? Because in my head, I was thinking, I, you know, I'm, I'm the only person that can do my job. And so once I started delegating to people and getting more comfortable with that, what happened is over time, um, I realized that other people can do the same jobs I did as long as I simplify it and then make it into like easier to follow steps, people could follow the same process. And so when I found that out, that's kind of when I went all in on just hiring constantly. And so now I'm like, I don't want to be in the business. I, I'm constantly like trying to hire people to do different things. So okay. big, yeah, big change. <laughs> people change. You wear a shirt, so people change. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although I am still wearing the white shirt today on this show. I'm going to say that. You're still wearing the white shirt. <laughs> no, I can't let it go. I have like 20 of them. So what am I going to do with it? <laughs> There you go. And then, what are your qualifications when you're hiring? You're hiring yeah. people. So when we're hiring people, I mean, really, I mean, there's three things, right? Number one is I want them to be smart. Um, and when I say smart, like I don't mean I need Einstein's or anything, but I need people that can handle themselves. I need people that can understand what we're trying to teach them, right? Um, the second qualification is I want them to be committed to work. Meaning, if I hire someone and they're not committed, like they're not on time they don't show up five days a week minimum right um they uh they have too many days where they have problems like everybody has problems right but like show up anyway it doesn't matter i have problems i show up every day who cares right so i want committed i want them to be humble as well by the way humble is really big like basically If we're trying to teach you something, I don't want somebody to think that they know better and, oh, I don't like the script. I've had people tell me, I don't like the scripts. Like, what do you know? Like, we've done millions and millions and millions of calls. This works really well for us. Like, just do it. Um, and so, so basically, humble, committed, and smart. So those are kind of the three, like, character traits we look for. But obviously, they also have to speak English. So... You know, I mean, I'm okay. We're okay with accents, but I mean, we want you know as minimum of an accent as possible. We want them to be able to communicate in English and whatnot. Uh, written is not a big deal, but at least spoken English. Okay, I just remember you are the first person who told me it's not real estate. <laughs> right. Oh my God, that drives me nuts. When people are like, 
you know, uh, they're in, in real estate. It's like, no, 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 it's called estate, real estate, real estate. <laughs> There's an E. That is the very first lesson from a boss when I got hired. Oh, it's... yeah, that's a big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> so how do you pronounce it correctly? Real estate, real estate. Real estate. There's an E. Nobody mentions the E. Or just, you know what? This is how I teach people. Imagine it was the word state. S-T-A-T-E, like United States. Real state. Real estate. There you go. That works best. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for that. And I've been using that lesson. And I'm, I'm telling that to all the VAs that I have. The question that I have here is, how did you know when the applicant is the right fit for the role? Um, I mean, usually, I mean, I don't do the interviews anymore, obviously, but like when I used to do them, it's it's very easy. Like usually within five seconds, I know if they're the right person or not, just based on the way they show up to, to the interview. Like if they sh- we've had people show up with like, they're literally on, on their bed or like holding a pillow and it's like, like they're gone immediately or like not dressed well. I don't need you to dress like you're going to the bank, but like dress reasonably well you know sit in a comfortable chair or whatever make your background look nice um and then when you speak like by the time we even interview them obviously they already speak good english all that sort of stuff like when we speak to them like i want people to be paying attention sometimes we interview people and they've got like you know people in the background that they're chit-chatting with or whatever so like you see crazy stuff it's like just be it just be professional it's like it doesn't take up a lot of you know a lot of energy you know Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are hiring, what would you expect the other person to do for you? You know, so that's kind of how we should think about it. And are you picky? Because you are hiring mostly cold callers. Are you picky when it comes to, you know, how they speak, how they talk? Mm, not really, not anymore. I used to be, but I just realized with time that sometimes even the people with the strongest accents get a lot of leads as long as they have the work ethic. So to me, that matters a lot. Mm, there you go. And yeah. then... Someone asked here, because you hired me when I was a newbie and I don't have an experience that time, so why yeah. did you decide to hire a newbie? Um, basically, you know, because I don't care about experience all that much, to be honest with you. To me, we can always teach people things that we need to teach them. Um, as long as they have the character traits that we want, which is smart, humble, committed. If they're smart, humble, and committed to work, we can teach them everything else. Okay. How, yeah. how, how do you qualify humble, humbleness when you are hiring them? Um, like sometimes people get in and you can tell that they're very like cocky and you know, like, uh, you know, like they, like sometimes I've even had people read the script and think like they literally tell us it's stupid. It's like, are you, are you nuts? Um, or you know, like you could tell them that when you're talking to them, sometimes people are just too, they have too much of an ego and it's, it just doesn't sit well. You know what I mean? Or sometimes we hire them and then we find out later on that they're not humble and they're gone. So it's like, just because we hire someone doesn't mean they're going to stay, right? We hire them, if, the, if we end up, if it turns out we're wrong on the qualifications, then we'll let them go after you know? So how do you decide to let go of people? Do you decide right away? Like, one mistake, you're gone. I mean, not not really. I'm not that aggressive with it. But I, I, I just realized, look, people, if people are going to be not that great, in the beginning they're not going to be great later on i've never had someone start out that was not good that later became good i've had people that were good that became bad over time but it was never the other way around so like if they're not good up front i'm done there's just not always 
it's not worth our time, it's not worth their time to be wasted with us knowing our standards are high and they're gonna end up not working with us long term. I'm not trying to be mean, by the way, or anything, but it's like, <laughs> this is the real world. If we don't have these qualifications or, like, these standards, then we'll go out of business and uh, there's nobody's going to get employed anyway at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, got it. And then when you, like, criticize your cold callers or train them, mm-hmm. how, how do you do that? Like, some people are super emotional and they take it personally. So right. how do you say it? Are you blunt? Yeah. I mean, you have to be, right? Uh, I mean, we're not assholes, right? <laughs> we're like we we just, but we do tell people like, look, you're 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 not you're not where you should be. Like, I like to also compliment people. So I always, if I'm talking to someone, I always like to compliment them about the good things first, so that way they feel, you know, good. And then we tell them about the bad things that they're doing. But like, if we don't tell them the bad things, then they're never going to improve. And if they're too emotional, then maybe we're not the right fit because I'm not emotional. And that's just kind of the way it works. So I guess really it also comes down to the person you're working with. I'm just one specific, like I'm I'm not emotional. I'm very like direct. And maybe if, if that's not your type of personality, maybe you shouldn't work for somebody like myself because I'm just different. You know what I mean? Um, so that's what I think is that there are multiple employer options, meaning if you don't like one company culture, you can always go somewhere else. And then if you're a company owner and you don't like a certain employee type, you could always choose not to hire that employee type. So it's like, you know, I'm not just choosing to work with people. People are also choosing to work with me. And so we just have to find the right fit because like the people that work for me right now, they all like the culture that we've got and they understand it and whatnot and they're happy with that stuff. So there you go i think i have all my questions asked maybe you have you know tips and tricks for <laughs> well i mean these are people your audience they're people that are trying to get jobs is that right from what i'm assuming they have already they are already oh, they but some of the listeners that i have are newbies in the industry so okay i would say one thing that's important if you if you like want to stand apart or maybe like get a raise or whatever is like you know always work more always work more than what's required uh, because like i have minimum requirements of what you need to do and the people that are always in the minimum but they like if you below the minimum you're fired but if you're at the minimum you're never going to get promoted you're never going to grow and if you want to continue to grow if you want to make more money go beyond what you're getting paid for and then what's going to happen eventually is that the people are going to notice like oh this person's going way over than all these other people that are working for me i need to give this person a raise um i need to get this person a promotion right so that's kind of how you get a promotion um and and kind of you know because like if i had to fire people the people who go overboard are the last people i would ever think about letting go you know Uh, like i have people in my business right now i'm like there's no way in hell they would ever ever not work with me like i will always find a job for them because they always go beyond what they have to do and so that that basically makes it very important for me so in my opinion just keep improving your skills go beyond what you're getting paid to do and uh, you'll end up getting paid more in the new you know in the long term as well so it's a win-win situation for everybody there you go someone asking how old are you <laughs> ah. <laughs> that question never ends <laughs> it's been like two years i still get it uh i'm 24 now Oh, boss! No kidding. Yeah, you don't remember. <laughs> no, I remember. So don't. Either you're all surprised. 
all of us, I think, are older than you. Old-time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. millionaire. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. That's correct. And then, oh, I have another question. How did you end up um, going to the real estate industry? So I used to sell cars, um, and then what happened is I was selling cars. I was completely broke because car salespeople don't actually make money. And at the same time, I was going to college, and I decided I have to do something different if I ever wanted to make money. So what I did is I went out and I got my real estate license on a credit card because it was the only thing I could afford to do. So I got into the real estate world, and I thought it was going to be easy. I was just going to, you know, make thirty, forty thousand dollars a month very quickly, but it wasn't. It wasn't quick at all. I ended up having to make cold calls for a year, 12 hours a day before I got my first transaction. And then from there on, I just built my business. And then, uh, you know, last year we were like actually top 50 nationwide in VMAX and all that stuff. So it, it grew pretty large over the past four and a half years. But I got bored of it because it's gotten too easy, you know. So now I'm switching to a different business. <laughs> it gets, it, it gets boring because it's easy. Wow, the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another question. What's your secret? To what? To your success. Because you're 24. Again, all of us here are, you know, older than you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just I just work a lot, to be honest with you. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. I work a lot and I work at the right things. I mean, like sometimes people constantly work, but they're not thinking about life. And so... It's like they're almost like zombies. They're every day is the same, every week is the same, every year is the same, and they're just reliving the same thing. And that's kind of that's what I notice about a lot of people is that they're they're going through life with no planning. And it's like, how do you? If I wanted to go to the store, I know which roads I'm going to have to take. So people know which roads to take to the store, but they don't know which roads to take to get to their life goals. And it's kind of crazy because they never even think about it, right? So I always, I'm always thinking, I'm always planning, I'm always working super hard. Like I never stop work. I'm always working. And so, like you can have all the planning in the world, but if you're not actually working, then it doesn't matter. And I think a lot of people lack the planning and the work ethic, which is, you know, sort of essential. So that's kind of what I recommend: is uh, think about your life. <laughs> and I have, I have a little story. I remember. That's why I'm happy whenever I see you post now because. Yeah. We are teasing you that you don't have life in the past. <laughs> so, I still don't. <laughs> but at least now you're working. You're going to the beach. You're going to the beach. So we're speaking right. publicly, right? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing more things than before. What happened is because my business situation changed, and so now my business requires me to be at fun events because that's kind of where the people that I'm doing business with end up going, and so that's kind of why I do it. But honestly, my favorite place is my office. <laughs> you're doing TikTok, you're doing YouTube, you have a life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Abbas is very good. You have a life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then... Oh, this is from Cyril. Cyril said, "What's your first impression when you hired me?" When I hired you? If I'm being honest, I didn't like you at first. To be honest, with you. I wanted to let you go. <laughs> 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 uh, 
but then what happened is uh, another person on the team was like, "Ah, oh, she's pretty good. Just give her some time." I'm like, "All right, whatever. I'll do that." But I didn't. I didn't like you at first, to be honest with you. But then he actually did really well. Very quickly, he worked super hard, and and he showed up every day on time. I'm like, "Oh, okay, this case is pretty good. Uh, never mind. I'll keep her." And then he <laughs> ended up getting promoted and all that sort of stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, you're the you're the fastest promotion and salary increase I ever had. The left us. I'm so sorry. Well, I already told them the story about that. So. <laughs> oh, okay, they know the story. Yeah. Oh, there's another question. How do you handle failure? I honestly, I mean, you know, I don't think about failure. I mean, it's like everybody fails at different things, and we're like we're failing every day. If we're not failing, we're not doing anything new. Because like I'm never gonna fail at cold calls. Why? Because I've done it a million times. So, but if I keep doing it a million two times, then it's like okay, well, I'm not really doing anything new to grow. So obviously, I'm not gonna fail. So that's bad. So actually, in my opinion, like we should embrace failure, um, and I'm 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 very happy to embrace failure as long as. The failure is not catastrophic, but really, I mean, there's really very few things you could do in your life where it's like a failure could destroy you. Um, so it's like just go out and do whatever. Like, and, you know, recently when I decided to go all in on multifamily and basically leave my sales business, people are like, "Well, what if like you fail?" And it's like you put all this time. It's like, who cares? I'm like, 24. I'll start over again. It's not the end of the world. Like, <laughs> you know. I just wish we can say that. <laughs> well, it doesn't. It doesn't. Even if you're like 50, it's like you know. Okay, if you're at 50, maybe it's a little too late. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, and maybe we'll end up with this question. So, since you are hiring Filipinos mostly, when I was with your team, all of us are are Pinayes or Filipinos. So, why Filipinos in the first place? Uh, so, so that's not true anymore. It was true at the, back in the day. Um, now we hire, you know, we've hired from Mexico and we've hired from Argentina, we've hired from Brazil and a few other countries. Um, and going forward in my new business, it's mostly going to be local Americans because because of the fact that obviously I need people locally to do different things because of the physical nature of my new business. Like we need to do properties and all that. So obviously I can have someone from a different country. Um, but why did I start off with hiring from the Philippines? Was I mean, really two things. One is the price is so much cheaper, relatively speaking, to the U.S. Um, and then the other thing about it is that a lot of there's certain work types that Americans just don't do because they're too lazy, like cold calling. I I don't think I could ever get an American to sit down, no matter how much I paid him. I can't get an American to sit down and cold call for eight hours a day. Uh, someone from the Philippines does it. Someone from Brazil or Mexico would do it. I did it, by the way. I did it for 12 hours. Like, I have no problem with cold calling. But Americans sometimes have uh, problems with it. So uh, that's why I had to go out, out of the country. There you go. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know you're busy. But awesome. Well, you're welcome. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. You have been listening to Revapod, the home of real estate virtual assistants. This has been your host, Alyssa. And if you enjoy the Revapod episode for today, we'd love for you to follow us on Spotify. Thank you and see you on the next episode. Bye.